Hello and welcome to Vida Talks, the podcast that will provide you with resources and tools to improve the quality of life for you and those around you. We are your hosts, Miriam Vasquez and Alejandra Gaita. Today we're going to talk um, about uh, Efraín Vivar and John Underwood's uh, story with Podium Finish Sports Boutique. And we also have here with us Paloma Medina, Supervisor of Economic Development Program and El Paso Collaborative at Project Viva. Special thanks to our Best Buy Teen Tech Center, a program at Project Vida designed to empower youth to learn the different elements of art and technology, for allowing us to use the center to record this episode. For more information, visit pvida.net slash Best Buy Teen Tech Center. So thank you very much, all of you, for being here with us today. Um, please, why don't you start telling us a little bit more about yourselves and about your business? Tell us a little bit about Podium. Hi, my name is Ephraim Vivar. Uh, I'm the uh, co-owner of Podium Finish, and I'm with... I'm Joanne Underwood. Thank you for having us today. Yes. So what is um, Podium? Tell us a little bit more about your business. Podium Finish... Um, Sport, boutique, and coffee. Okay. Uh, it originally, the idea came from uh, the idea of creating accessories for people that liked cycling. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's basically mm-hmm. where it really, really started. Um, Are you both cyclists? We are both cyclists. Awesome. Uh-huh. We uh, <clears throat> we found that people that ride bikes were very passionate, mm-hmm. and so Joe and came up with this great idea of uh, starting to gather anything and everything bikes, like yeah. pillows and earrings and necklaces and T-shirts and baby baby clothes with mm-hmm. bicycles on anything that had a bicycle print on it uh-huh. was uh, something that people would uh, gravitate towards and they wanted to to get it we feel because they wanted to show the world that they rode bikes also. oh okay so it since it's a very committed community <laughs> yes and so can y'all talk to us about how to how you all went from it sounds like you're you're very um passionate about biking or that's like a hobby that you all adopted how did you go from just a passion to it being more of a business it started with you well we we were riding bikes and uh like i like i mentioned we started uh promoting items that were cycling related to our friends mm-hmm. and we put in the hard work which uh, we consider uh, popping tents and putting tables mm-hmm. anywhere and everywhere cyclists would gather okay. uh, like before rides or after rides or anything cycling related we were constantly doing research of where is the next cycling event and we would show up and you know we didn't know anybody and we put our table in our tent and our, our T-shirts and uh, earrings and, uh, and and items that uh, we thought people would enjoy, um, and uh, we started getting recognized. Um, and we had the the audacity to 
jump into a small shop yeah. on the side of the freeway. And I mean, it's scary because we, we talked to the landlord and there's this long-term contract mm-hmm. and it was, it was rent and security deposit and we needed to put a sign up and get a permit mm-hmm. and talk to the city and get ready for accounting and all these. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it was a lot. It, it was, it was pretty scary, but uh, if it wouldn't have been for Joanne that motivated us to just <laughs> go over the, go over the hill <laughs> and just jump right on in, uh, we, we decided to, to open up a, a small boutique. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and when you say boutique now, you know, you, you, you speak of, um, all these things, all these hoops and ladders that y'all had to go through. What is the experience of your consumer when they go into your boutique? Well, first and foremost, we had to have items that were not readily available anywhere, mm-hmm. you know, okay. anywhere local, at least like Target, Walmart. You could not find the items that we were offering. A lot mm-hmm. of the items were made locally, locally mm-hmm. sourced. Okay. And uh, we, we would meet somebody that maybe had something that wasn't cycling related, uh, like like uh, dry, dry, what was that, dry fruit or dry? Uh-huh. Uh, freeze-dried freeze fruit. Freeze-dried fruit. It wow. was not really cycling related, but it became something that you could carry in a pouch. Oh, and okay. as you cycle, you still so had your nutrition. We invited them oh, in God. and uh, it was just adding something else. So to answer your question, when somebody would walk in, they were pleasantly surprised by finding items that that were cute and mm-hmm. easy to gift affordable mm-hmm. and locally sourced okay. not all of it but most of it was locally sourced okay. mm-hmm. awesome thank you and joe um i hear Ephraim talking about how you motivated the whole process right so could you talk to us about your role in this whole experience <laughs> is well he gives me more credit than i'm due so. <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure there's enough credit yes. it, it, it started really with him because he started out with a, a group of friends and they, they were cycling in the neighborhood mm-hmm. um they started out with the goal of a mile and then they decided that they were going to go 10 miles and that just grew and grew until mm-hmm. they decided that started in may by September, they said they were going to do a hundred mile mm. race in Arizona. Wow. So the, the the goals that they set were incremental mm-hmm. over time, um, which I think Podium Finish has kind of done the same thing. We, we had small goals and as we achieved them, we just increased the goal to the next bigger and the next bigger. Um, so I say that because that started with his passion and his friends mm-hmm. and then they decided that it was an outreach program for adults who didn't have the cycling knowledge mm-hmm. um, as adults I think one of the things that we forget is we don't pat each other on the back we forget to, to tell you how valuable you are mm-hmm. um, as children we rear them and we tell them you're doing a good job you know if they have uh, some downfalls you know pick yourself up dust mm-hmm. yourself off and keep going we forget to do that as, as adults I mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. and so when we were doing this with cycling we took adults that hadn't been on bikes teaching them how to ride for one mile and mm-hmm. then training them up to ride 60 miles on a weekly basis. Wow. So Where we, can I sign up? I know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and we rode every day except Mondays. Okay. Wow. Um, our community grew um, over the course of about five years. Mm-hmm. We went from his original 12 friends to 500 
registered mm-hmm. members. Mm-hmm. Um, as we did that, that's when we started to realize, hey, we're missing something. We're, mm-hmm. we're missing the, the things to show who we are, the, mm-hmm. the t-shirts, mm-hmm. the earrings. And we became a very proud group. Mm-hmm. And so we started putting these things together, hence the pop-up boutiques. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we did it everywhere we could. And the reception was great because you couldn't find anything that was cycling related. El Paso had a cycling community, but it was kind of a catch-22. Mm-hmm. Uh, the city government wants to say, we don't have cyclists. But the cyclists will ride during times that there are no cars or the only okay. roads that are less traveled. So as a driver, you don't think we have cyclists. Mm-hmm. As a cyclist, we try to avoid you for our safety. Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we, we did that and um, it just, it grew. And we decided mm-hmm. that we needed a place for community. We needed a place to have the items that we were lugging around from mm-hmm. place to place. And it was very well received. Mm-hmm. But again, it was just a small goal that grew mm-hmm. over time. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about how your business looks like right now? It seems that you've grown, you know, gradually and that you've incorporated several things as you've listened to your community, as you've, you know, incorporated new elements. So what what does it look like right now to... We're very open to um, suggestions, Mm -hmm. and I think that's one of the things, I think as a business, you have to be open to suggestions because people will come in and say, oh, I thought about doing this a long time ago, and we've heard that over a hundred times. Really? We never thought, we just thought we needed a place for community so that we could gather after a ride, Mm -hmm. um, have meals with our friends, Mm -hmm. drink coffee, and have things that we liked that were cycling related. And so as that grew and it took off, people would come and say, hey, do you think you can order this for me? Or can you add Mm -hmm. this? Or, you know, lots of suggestions that grew what we started to carry in the the shop. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, we have a a great staff. I think the staff is the key. Mm -hmm. It's taken a lot of work to get a good working staff. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, we've gone through a pandemic. Yeah. And we're still all together. Our ship has been with us since the day of inception. Wow. So it, it's been hard, mm-hmm. fun, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's, it's um, if you had told me four years ago, you have to do all of this to get to this point. I would have said that's too much. Oh, um, really? So it's it, it sounds like it, it has been more of taking it one step at a time. And right. it's been all grassroots. Yeah, mm-hmm. it sounds like it. That That is, I think, what at the core of what I'm listening is kind of being unique and creative to the needs of the people that you serve, right? And I think that's why we were asking about what is the experience because you're talking about building a community it's about selling your product it's about if i'm not mistaken you also sell coffee right yes mm-hmm. and could you talk to us a little bit more about that uh, we've gone from um, a boutique mm-hmm. to adding coffee to adding food oh yeah um yeah. last night we we had a, a three-course catering wow. um, for 36 people and one of the owners says i just have one request can you please add a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to the menu? Okay. <laughs> this is a client who comes in orders every single day. Uh-huh. So chef said, we'll put one on for you. Oh, so wow. these are the things that we're willing to do because yeah. we have a 
we have a great clientele. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're blessed to to be able to meet people like you mm-hmm. uh, in the community who are doing things the same. Mm-hmm. And I think these are our um, our communities where we're at are underserved. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very common to see the magazines and the newspapers highlight the mm-hmm. up and coming, mm-hmm. but they forget about what we're doing in our little communities. And, and that's what I think is the most important because we can touch one person that can do great things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of what you do. Mm-hmm. And we're just trying to put our grain of sand into that. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's been a very rewarding journey, and it seems like it's been, like, you know, challenging, obviously, but um, you've accomplished great things. And, um, you know, there's uh, things about being different and about being successful. What, what, what things do you, do you think characterize your journey in terms of, of, of it being unique and different here in the in in the business community in the local business community of El Paso we both don't have any background in bicycle shop ownership mm, okay um, we've never owned a business okay uh, we don't know anything about a restaurant mm-hmm. we didn't know about coffee um, it, it was easy to be compassionate about it because was, those were the things that we liked. We liked mm-hmm. our community. We love El Paso. We love coffee. We love cycling. We love the people who are in cycling. Mm-hmm. And from that, everything else grows. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you meet one cyclist, he has 10 cycling friends. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. one coffee drinker, who doesn't drink coffee? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, food, you know, we're foodies. I think at heart, everybody has their comfort. And mm-hmm. a lot of what we've done is we've served comfort food. Mm-hmm. So these are things that I think were kind of essential for our business, and we didn't we didn't make it complicated. Okay, it is complicated, of course. We didn't, we, <laughs> <laughs> um, going through the hoops with the city to get permits, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. trying to make sure that we meet the satisfaction for the customers. Mm-hmm. Um, we would get one review where we got three stars, and we were just heartbroken. Mm-hmm. So these are things we thought. We have to keep it up. We have to keep the level up. So we put on a good face every day, and we react to people in a good manner every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. We uh, hospitality is one of my favorite words. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> and like she said, we don't really have the training or the background in it. So um, we have the passion. We just have the passion. Mm-hmm. Do do what you love. If if you love doing hair be the best hairstylist mm-hmm. you can be and don't be a boring hairstylist where they all look the same you know, maybe maybe have a something for your kids maybe yeah. if, if it's legally available maybe you can offer wine or, mm-hmm. or beer or, or just uh, you know other things that's not just a regular hairstylist I mean if I were to ask you to close your eyes and imagine a bike shop uh, everybody imagines the same bike mm-hmm. shop, a ra- mm-hmm. bunch of racks full of bikes right. and, and, and some, some mechanics in the mm-hmm. back, and that's about mm-hmm. it. That's what they all look like. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do anything, you know, any type of business, try to try to do it uh, following your heart, you know, mm-hmm. um, not, mm-hmm. not the wallet, not the money, mm-hmm. follow, follow the dream. Um, and I have, a, I have a saying that, that dreams do come true. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a big, big dreamer. So if, if you have an idea, I, I believe you should just dream about it and, and pray about it and, and have it in front of you and think about it and s- spread the news, spread the word mm-hmm. and, and, um, and talk to people. You just have to be out there. I see mm-hmm. many businesses that 
that start up and they get into their routine and then that's it. They mm-hmm. just continue doing the same stuff over and over again mm-hmm. without constantly trying to uh, meet new people and, and ex- expand your expand your horizons, mm-hmm. you know, think yeah. of something new. Yeah, and, and all the things that you're talking about, I think it leads me to wonder, you know, there's so much that comes into building a business and especially when you're like first time home like homeowners uh, first time business owners um what for our listeners what would you say are the right strategies like let's say logistically or let's say uh in terms of building a, a business plan or something of that sort like what are the best steps for them to take um when running or developing a business everyone says you have to have your ducks in a row to go and, and talk to the SBA so that they can loan you money mm-hmm. and you can't start a business until you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, it wasn't it wasn't like that at all mm-hmm. because you can't borrow money unless you're making money. Mm-hmm. You don't have your, your proof that you're going to be successful. Nobody's going to lend you money. Mm-hmm. So we built up a little savings. Um, we clearly defined our goal mm-hmm. and then the goal morphed. Um, we read our first time business plan, the one that we wrote, we read it last week that we wrote Six years Six ago. Six years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was before okay. Podium even opened. Yeah. We just wrote it down. We we put Your steps dreams. to do. Yeah. And, and Your ideas. Almost like a weekly thing. So we oh. say this week we're going to okay. do some research with the city. Next week we're going to check with the SBA. Uh, next week we're going to check with wholesalers. Yeah. You know, next week we're, let's look at coffee. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Coffee machines. How do you serve coffee? What what's what? How what do people drink? So we visited mm-hmm. coffee shops. Mm-hmm. We visited uh, boutiques. We visited bike shops. Mm-hmm. We explored. You know, we did our own little research. That's, we wrote everything down. And that's what I love because you said we didn't know anything about coffee before mm-hmm. and and I have said it before man, your coffee is so delicious and it's well done <laughs> and I'm like it, now that you're saying we didn't know anything about coffee it was like what? That's surprised because that means that you you have the idea and you love your idea and you're passionate about it but it's not like I'm gonna just do it like that I have to prepare Mm-hmm. So that's one of your keys that you prepare yourself and you have been in because you I'm, I'm assuming that you took lessons of how to learn more about the coffee, the processes and all that. You took university. You know, you can't be afraid of rejection. You okay. know, um, you, we, we got rejected many times. The coffee did not taste good. Mm. People didn't finish their cup. Mm. You know, it, it really will may it break your heart. And you mm. just can't be afraid of moving forward to the next uh, guest, mm-hmm. your next customer. You just mm-hmm. have to keep going. Don't let nothing stop you. Um, be- and when we were starting, we started to look into um, the classes. Oh, okay. And the classes are anywhere from 5000 to yes. $20,000 to yeah. learn how to become a professional barista. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were investing our 20000 into our business, mm-hmm. so we, we didn't have that luxury. So mm-hmm. what's the next best thing? You practice, you watch YouTube, you go to the coffee shops, you ask for their tips. Um, he would go, we went to San Diego one trip, and we went to about... 12 coffee shops wow. and he would ask to go behind the bar with them. Oh. It's just kind of putting yourself out there. Yeah. Kind yes. of just doing the things that people wouldn't possibly or normally just say, oh, let me let me just ask if I can go behind the bar. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, yeah, putting yourself out there. That's very impressive. Mm-hmm. 
there was a cafe, uh, Cafe Moto, that, that really took some time with him mm-hmm. to show him. And they were just great. They were great with us. So I think wow. those were God's blessings. <coughs> they're, they're steps that you don't realize, hey, look at you. You're experiencing something divine here. Mm-hmm. Embrace it. And mm-hmm. he's not shy. <laughs> I could not tell. I could not tell. <laughs> what? <laughs> we have gotten to some great opportunities because, mm-hmm. one, you go and you ask for help. Mm-hmm. That's something that a lot of people don't do because you can mm-hmm. ask for help on the local level. Uh-huh. In this case, we were in San Diego with successful coffee shops. Beautiful. And he would just ask, can you show me how you do that? Mm-hmm. And something simple as spinning milk. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. You, we walked away thinking, thank you, God. Yeah. That was great. Mm-hmm. So. That, that's, that's awesome. And I just want to backtrack just a little bit. Um, it, just for our listeners and my personal uh, knowledge, what is SBA? SBA. The Small the Business, Business Association. The Small Business Association. So They're very helpful here locally. Okay. Their offices are on Hawkins in, in Loma. They have a downtown office. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they're inside the Empire Building downtown. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They are very, very helpful. I, I, I definitely recommend anybody wanting to start a, a small business to visit with them. Okay. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Thank you for, for sharing that. But that's just one mm-hmm. thing you need to go source. Mm-hmm. Some people will go there and that's it. Oh, And then I maybe see. be turned off. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to go there and check. Mm-hmm. State level, just anywhere and everywhere you can talk to friends. And a lot, I would say a small percentage of Mm -hmm. business owners are willing to share with you. Um, I say small because not all of them. But if you can, if if you talk to 10 and nine reject you, but one welcomes you, then you need to talk to 20. So two of them will invite you or talk to a hundred of them. Mm -hmm. And 10 will invite you in and give you a couple of tips, a couple of pointers. We have a couple stories where we allowed somebody to come in and sell their products with us. Mm-hmm. And today they're doing really well. And they always refer back to us as the ones that helped. Oh, and we yeah. really didn't help them. We just opened our arms and, and we, we enjoyed Mm-hmm. seeing what he was out there doing yeah. and 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 it reminded us of us when we were starting mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't get a lot of help <laughs> I mean, we didn't get a lot of it help. sounds like it's like a community yes. right and and this is where i think i want to invite paloma like to just mm-hmm. kind of share like what is that relationship that you have with Efrain and, and Joe um, and and how it is in terms of building community, building partnerships, so on and so forth. Okay, so I met them one time that I visited their coffee shop and mm-hmm. since then I just say I have to be close to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually I want to thank Body and Mala because they have allowing us to make our networking uh, oh. of Project Vida there. They have been always supporting us. Uh, the last time we invite 30 businesses that they were all with us. Oh. So it was really important because their experience inspire our small businesses. Mm. Um, they actually participate in other different networks that the economic development is involved with. Mm-hmm. And actually, the SBA is one of the resources that we provide to our clients mm-hmm. too. Okay. Currently, they have have grants and loans that are given to all these small businesses to survive in this 
in these COVID seasons that we're living right now. Yeah. Uh, but that's the relationship. Uh, something that I learned a lot of Podium is how people enjoy to be there and how they trust in their business. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's something that I was very curious about this business because they are local here. Mm -hmm. They have built something strong here. The person that comes in, they already know everyone. And something that I love about them is that you can see Efrain and Joan serving there. Mm. So that's the best. Mm -hmm. So that's an inspiration for me and for all our businesses. Mm -hmm. um, when we talk to them, they already have everything working on, so they cannot be part of the program of Project Vida. Mm -hmm. But instead of being one of the clients that receive our resources, uh, they are the inspiration and Podium is part of our networking. Mm. Okay. Got so. it. So it seems like you all have a very thriving and close-knit community. And that reflects in the, the way that you started and in the way that you continue doing business and doing partnerships. Mm -hmm. um, are there any tips that you could share with our audience and with our listeners about how do you create this community that it seems that that has helped you and has you know allowed you to thrive as a local business? Well, we're we're lucky. We're blessed because we have each other. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't imagine doing all this uh, by myself. Um, so you know, partnerships sometimes don't work out. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're very difficult. Um, you know, we're 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 business partners, but we're also partners, mm -hmm. and so we're very very lucky because of that. But I try to put myself in the shoes of somebody starting up a business. Uh, I would say just don't be afraid to to do the hard. The hard stuff, mm -hmm. you know, uh, like like Paloma just mentioned. I mean, you can come by any any week, and you'll you'll find us taking turns at dirty dishes or waiting mm -hmm. on tables. Or, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, this morning I mopped the whole place. Uh, I had an opportunity to mop, and so so I mopped. You know, so you know, if you're going to start a business, do not be afraid to do the dirty work, mm -hmm. to be tired, to wake up early, to go to bed late. You're going to have to do that because um, the way I describe what we're where we're at right now is uh, when you go to an amusement park it's super exciting you're 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 it's excited to be there and the, the biggest ride is the roller coaster and, mm -hmm. and, and wow you finally get the nerve to, to get on and pay for your ticket and then you, you get on the roller coaster and it starts clicking up four years into this uh, project of Podium Finish we are on the clicking up oh. so the ride hasn't started people tell us or they think sometimes oh wow you guys are really successful because they see you know 10, 20 people in there doing business with us and they're like, oh, you guys are super successful. The reality is is we're still clicking. It's mm -hmm. we, are, we don't consider ourselves to be successful, but that's why you'll see us mopping and cleaning and picking up dishes and, and running around and going to bed very late and getting up very early and doing the hard oh, stuff. So four years into this, we are still doing the hard stuff. So the, the, the ride down the roller coaster mm -hmm. has not started yet so so pre prepare to click click click, click <laughs> before the ride starts so yeah enjoy, and then yeah. that we can say we're enjoying the ride yeah. you know but uh 
So, you know, hope, hopefully if uh, the listeners get a chance to swing by, we'd be happy to uh, invite anybody behind the bar to, to, to take mm-hmm. a look around. You know, we, we, when we see somebody, it's real, it's real neat because when somebody new walks in, we know they've never been there because mm-hmm. they walk in and they're looking around. So those especially, we try to invite oh, them in mm-hmm. to, to look around, come all the way to the back, uh, see what we have going on here. Mm-hmm. And you never know who that person may be they may be some people are like trying to pretend to take pictures like <laughs> secretly like no no go ahead take you pictures you know? me? <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't have to call me out <laughs> yeah. so, so yes if anybody's listening they want to swing by and just take a look at what a bike shop coffee shop and restaurant all combined in one place looks like mm-hmm. by all means stop by anytime Monday through Friday even Saturdays and you fix bikes too. we do fix bikes we, we upgrade wow. them we sell bikes we have over 15 brands right now uh, we partner with the rotary rotary international and uh, we have about 20 25 bicycles that the community has donated our our shop is donating the time to clean them up and get them ready and then through the through rotary international they're gonna we'll be having the distribution to children um on the 17th for the school district uh in in uh one of the outskirts of town here, but they'll be receiving bicycles. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. That's it, it sounds, it, it just, there's just so many moving components to your business. I'm curious to know, how do you manage all those things, right? Like <laughs> the selling the products, like fixing the bikes, like the food, like the coffee. How is it that you're able to kind of put those puzzle pieces together and, and have a product or a business as a whole we have a calendar okay. we, and, and our real jobs we're, re, we're real estate agents okay uh, we're property managers so mm-hmm. our calendar every month is the same mm-hmm. and it starts on the 25th of the month and it rotates all the way through so we took mm-hmm. that concept of what we do every single month as mm-hmm. a property manager to this and we know we have to make sure that we do all these on, on the cog just mm-hmm. for the cog to keep going and all the important things because you will have lots of distractions mm-hmm. um, and you could get tied up with one thing that doesn't carry a lot of weight and you just kind of have to let that go sometimes. Mm-hmm. But the most important things you have to outline and know what you have to do every single day. Mm-hmm. And um, don't, don't make excuses for the hard things. Um, don't put, don't procrastinate. Mm-hmm. If I had a chance to, to go back, I would, I would like to have counted everything like straws and napkins mm. and coffee cups and everything it's just something i've always had in my mind that i wish i would have started counting from the beginning uh-huh. so if you have a chance you know count 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 all, count everything you're doing all your 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 pennies your cents your dollars count your product your inventory um and just just know where everything's at okay you know um and you really just have to have people that you can trust mm-hmm. near you because mm-hmm. that's important. Surround yourself with people who are doing big things. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be afraid to ask for advice, help. Mm-hmm. Um, people think all, all you have to do is ask for money. No, advice and help is a mm-hmm. big thing. You can't mm-hmm. do it all, not by yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for those words of wisdom. Yes. I think those are great parting words for our audience and our listeners. Um, so if someone would like to visit your shop and would like to, you know, maybe go behind the scene and, you know, learn learn from you, where can they find you? We're at 921 Texas Avenue, uh, Suite B, 
We have a sign out front. We will be moving in oh, wow. April. Okay. We actually bought our building that we will be moving to. Congratulations. Congrats. We're going from 3,000 square feet to 17,000 square feet. Wow. That's amazing. So we'll be expanding uh, on new things, adding some new things. Mm-hmm. But by all means, we'll be there in April. At, okay. That will be at 1400 Texas. 1400 Texas. Okay. So you don't move far away from no. where you were. We <laughs> like downtown. Yes. yes. Downtown is a great area. Any social media that you would like to share with our Sure. Um, you can find us on Instagram and uh, Facebook okay. at uh, Podium Finish Sport Boutique. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, thank so, you much. so much once again. Paloma, do you want to share with our listeners uh, where can they find you? Of course. Uh, if you are interested in opening your business or you have your small business and you need the guidance, mm-hmm. as they're saying, uh, we can help you with their business plan, financial forecast, uh, marketing assistance, social media assistance, and even web development assistance. You can contact us at 915-704-0632. That's my direct phone number. And as well, we can you can email me to p.medina at pevida.com. So, I oh know it's that net, right? And of course, uh, the economic development program and all the uh, staff members will be happy to be part of this and to help you, to guide you, to give you all the assistance that you may need and all the information about grants and loans that you can get. Perfect. Thank you so much once again for this wonderful conversation. And for our listeners, if you're looking for more information about the services Project Vida has to offer, check out our website, pvida.net, or on social media as Project Vida EP. Don't forget to follow us and stay tuned for our next episode. We'll see you later. Until next week. See ya. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so much. much.